did you always know that you were transgender or was there a moment of clarity that happened? Like, how, what does that look like for you? I knew as a child that I was a boy. I don't actually remember the conversation, but my sister, who is a year older than I am and has the, the memory of an elephant, said that, that I would make comments to her when we were six, seven years old, that I wasn't gonna have yeah. boobies when I grew up because I was a boy. And she's like, well, you're gonna have boobies. All girls have boobies. I'm not gonna be a lady. So she told me that I basically came out of the womb professing my malehood. But when I was old enough to know what I wanted to say about myself, I, I knew that I had to be careful about being too different in my very conservative fundamentalist upbringing. And so I ended up coming out when I was 18. I, I had been telling my parents all along that I liked yeah. girls and they kept assuring me that it was a phase that I would grow out of. And I didn't. At the age of 18, I fell in love in Bible college and they drove all night when they heard the news and they withdrew me from Bible college. The woman that I was attracted to, um, she actually was kicked out of Bible college. I was withdrawn by my parents because I was a freshman and she was a junior. So I guess she was supposed to have known better and I was still a lowly freshman. Uh, my parents came and <laughs> snatched me out of Bible college and took me home and plopped me down into Christian counseling, tried to nip this in the bud. It didn't work. I was very persistent that I had been letting them know all along that, that I was gay. And so I came out at 18 and, and just said, look, I'm going to stop going to counseling and trying to pretend that, that this isn't happening. So I moved out and started life on my own at 18. You know, I grew up very quickly at that point. <laughs> and I developed a lot of skills that I may not have developed if I had stayed, you know, living with my parents. But yeah, they were really concerned about me. They did a lot of praying, which who's oh, to say man. if that did any good for anyone involved, but they got a lot of practice. <laughs> it did. Look at where you're at now. I know. I They turned me straight. It just took us, you know, it just took a little bit of hormones to to make it happen. And here I am. So right. I'm a success story <laughs> for going straight. Um, they were concerned when I came out as lesbian, but it wasn't until I came out as trans at the age of 32 that they were devastated. That was not just a prayer away from the way they wanted me to be. I was going to, you know go through some irreversible changes that they were not prepared to walk yeah. with me through. So I, I ended up losing a relationship with them for, for about five years or so. What happened to reconnect you guys? I actually was having a conversation with a good friend of mine who asked me about my relationship with my dad. And I said, that's a sore subject. I don't actually talk to my dad anymore. And I told him the story. And I said, you know, they didn't even come to my wedding. Sure that my friend would take my side and see the absurdity of my parents not even coming to my wedding. And he said, well, I'm really sorry to hear that. I just want to say that you've only got one dad. Maybe you should give him a call. That I think was the start 
I dismissed the the idea altogether at the time, but I thought about it more over the days that followed. And and that was the time when I decided I would I would get back in touch. We we spent a lot of time, my parents and I, trying to figure out what kind of a relationship we were going to have when we were willing to have hard conversations and to meet each other in the middle it became a lot easier for us to repair our relationship and i learned a lot about myself and about parents and about the love that they had for me the fear that they were gripped with the understanding that they had of transgender people you know i i didn't know any of those things i just assumed that they were being that they were just being obstinate you know they had to have their way and that wasn't the case at all they were yeah. they were scared and they loved me very much just listening to you it makes me want to have more of an in-depth conversation with my mom because what i find myself doing is like when i do talk to her it's almost like that little kid comes up you know where like you're nervous to bring up certain topics to be honest, I don't know how much she knows and doesn't know. She knows what I've told her. But yeah, that's that's something I'm gonna have to sit with and, and think about because I don't want to assume. I know she loves me. Our parents have a hard time maybe conveying that message. <laughs> a lot of it does come from fear, I'm quite sure. Being raised in church, what, what you hear about homosexuality or whatnot you know, what they think God says. But yeah, uh, listening to you talk about your conversations with your parents, I may consider having a more in-depth conversation like, mom, what do you know about transgender individuals? Right. Yeah, my mother was recently distraught when I talked about the fact that I was gonna have top surgery. I started transitioning when I was 32 <clears throat> and I'm almost 50. I've been using testosterone for a long time. After 18 years, I'm in a place where I'm gonna be getting top surgery. And my mother was oh. just, after 18 years, she called me in tears and said, please don't do this. Please don't do this. You could so die. Being on testosterone and the yeah. facial, she, she was distraught. She was distraught. She said, you could die. And I said, mom, people don't die from top surgery. She's like, but you're not like everyone else. You're very sensitive to these kinds of things. That's so cute. I, I don't, that's, yeah. And that, you know, when, when I heard this, I mean, she was in tears and she could hardly talk. And she's like, oh. I just, I love you. And I don't want to lose you. And things could go wrong and you just don't know. And, and I and I there was nothing that I could say about technology and the experience that these surgeons have to reconstruct a chest and you're not dealing with any major internal organs. And she's like, oh. I just know things can happen and you go in for one thing and you just never come out again. So the fear. I mean, she has already gone leaps and bounds in affirming me as her child using my name Brent, referring to me with male pronouns. She has come a long way, and yet the fear is still just about to strangle her when she thinks of me having surgery. Yeah. 
So, you know, to say that she is just the, the way I used to think, to say that she was just digging in her heels to be rude, to be obstinate or to have her way, you know, in any reason that I might have thought in my grief that I was, you know, losing a, the relationship that I knew, those just were not true. She loves just, me very much. She's just afraid. She's so afraid. Um, yeah. yeah.